from newstalkzb.co.nz. It's the Mike Hosking Breakfast with BNZ. Okay, there, and welcome to the rewrap for Friday. All the best bits from the Mike Hosking Breakfast on News Talk ZB in a sillier package. I am Glenn ZB, and this morning, uh, it's not just Mike Hosking who says let foreign buyers buy, it's the IMF as well. Well, Mark, the week, that's what we do on Fridays. Uh, emergency procedures. Why can't we do them? And then uh, this free speech thing. Can we stop talking about Falau, please? Uh, but before any of that, Spark and the Rugby World Cup, is it really going to work? Spark have to work out how to either to get their stream onto that TV screen without bamboozling or upsetting or putting off the subscriber or get the punter enthused about watching rugby on a tablet or hand out smart TVs. And two, they have to do something about the quality of the net. The idea that New Zealanders are going to put up with the All Blacks versus England in the World Cup finals, buffering, as Barrett sprints towards the try line in the 79th minute, is delusional. For all the baggage that Sky carries, they, 99 times out of 100, deliver a professional product. And rural New Zealand in particular has a lot of very legitimate questions around access to the net. TVNZ, as the free-to-air partner, has the easy ride here. They've got seven games live, the opening, the final, no ads on the live games. Now, there might be some debate around why the state broadcaster has so little product out of all of this and how come we still have to pay for it all. But that's the real world of sport has been for 20 years. As a model, a telco with cash and a free-to-air telly company, this is what's really exciting about the future of sport. Competition is never a bad thing. If it works, we the punter are winners. And that is why this week's news has been such a big deal. There is so much to play for here. Further good news... They've got a year and a half to get it right, to work out how they're going to grab the opportunity, sort the buffering, solve the problems, and make this not just a win for the All Blacks, but themselves as well. I was trying to uh, convince my father-in-law last night that Chromecast was not a a particularly complicated procedure if he didn't actually want to replace his TV with a smart one. Uh, When you talk to your senior people about these sorts of things they do tend to stick their fingers in their ears and go no 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 no, I can't hear you which is not really the attitude it's not helpful guys open just go with a little bit of an open mind it's a bit like people who are against foreign buyers for example the IMF have been in town this week and they along with I don't know I've lost count about 150 other people have lined up from big businesses to internationals to corporates to investors going you know this this foreign house ban is dumb it makes no sense it changes nothing, and the IMF are the latest people who have done it. They say it's discriminatory. Uh, banning foreign investment uh, is an overreaction. Foreign buyers have played a minor role. David Parker's bitten back yesterday. This is what he's bitten back with, and this is why his argument's so weak. He is bitten back with, and I quote, We believe New Zealand homes should not be traded on an international market. That's it. There's no logic to it, nothing to back it up, just a, I thought, here's a thought bubble, a David Parker thought bubble. We believe New Zealand homes should not be traded on the international market. So there. Why didn't you just add that at the end? So there. But how are you going to stop it? Like, you know, if you've got somebody acting on somebody's behalf at an auction over the phone, what are you going to do? Put a cell phone ban on the auction? Stupid. Let's mark the week. I'll cool down a bit. The Tia Fund Opt-in Ethical Clothing Con, I mean survey, too. Wah, wah, wah.
Opt-in surveys are a rort. They're not real, and in this case, giving a mark to companies that didn't even participate is bullying and overshadows their original purpose, which was to highlight working conditions in the third world. It's dumb PR. Mind you, the media that can't be bothered checking this stuff, three. These days, tragically, all a journalist needs to see is a press release and suddenly it's news. From opt-in surveys to surveys like yesterday's business reputation letter, where the answers are handed out and those who participate are opt-in as well, it's not credible, it's not representative, it's not legitimate. The Com game, seven. Good medal hall, new set of heroes, not a bad ten days out, I reckon. Trump, seven. If the meeting when I'm there is not fruitful... I will respectfully leave the meeting. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Korea thing looks real, though. Pompeo set the table on this one, so he's bombed Syria with ISIS on the run, got China talking open economies, potentially got Korea neutralised. Surely even Clinton can see. That's actually quite a lot of good stuff. Barry Soper, four. Oh, who knew you needed paperwork to go overseas? The booze survey, too. Six drinks a week. A week. It's not even a drink a day. The IMF, seven. They come to town to tell the government their foreign buyers ban's dumb, doesn't work and sends the wrong signals. How many is that in line now saying exactly the same thing, eh? Christchurch's cracked on sold houses, three. This is a nightmare unfolding before our eyes. So many more questions than answers. And boy, oh boy, a bill that's going to make the eyes water. Watch, uh, watch out for that. Ivan Major, eight. My childhood hero. The joy of a Saturday night at Ruapuna. The best in the world in a suburb next to yours as a kid, eh? A kid from Linwood looking at his hero from Wollstone. The autograph in my book, he was the greatest. Nicky Hager. Hager. Nicky Hager. And the Intelligence Committee, too. If Nicky is giving the Inspector General what she thinks is the view that's representative of ordinary New Zealand, she needs locking up. James Coney is book four. What a whiner. I would have sacked him merely for being a pain in the ass. Elon Musk, eight. No, he can't make a car for love nor money, but he's given this year's best business advice, kill meetings. And even better, if they're boring, walk out of them. And that's our week. Copies on the website. And everyone involved in producing this is on a living wage. Well, they were until they saw the price of toast and veggie. Oh, I saw his uh, thing about his uh, trucks, the electric, the, the Tesla trucks um, on telly this morning. And they look pretty cool. Something like from the Terminator movies. Oh, yeah. That's right. We're trying to avoid the robot takeover. I keep forgetting. Um, maybe we could get robots to put on our masks for us when the plane starts going down. Now, have I or have I not said, regular listeners to this program will have noted me saying this previously, uh, and I don't make light of what happened uh, to Southwest Airlines yesterday at all. It was a tragedy and a disaster. But I have said on numerous occasions in, in, in my ongoing fascination with the human condition, that as you sit on a plane and watch a video or listen to a hosty go, now what you do is brace yourself and do this, turn around there, help your passengers, get the face mask on. You know where I'm heading with this, don't you? Everyone on that plane, that Southwest plane, put their oxygen mask on wrong. Every single one of them. Look at the photos. Every single one of them can't even put an ox- oxygen And who can blame them? Because this is my whole thing about the human condition. Don't tell me what to do in case of an emergency because none of it's relevant. I will do what I will do, because that's the human condition. And when the oxygen mask drops down, no one is standing there going, oh, now, hang on, now, what was the instruction here? I can't quite remember. Uh, and when the plane crashes and the lights go out and, and you move in an orderly fashion to the exit, no one's moving in any orderly fashion. It is every man, woman and dog for themselves. I, I often, when I am in an emergency on a plane, I think to myself, now, I, I just need to reach for the nearest supermodel... <laughs> 
stunt woman, <laughs> hobbit. What what did they tell me last time wizard. I saw the video? Exactly. Uh, and then they will help me find my way out of the plane. Is that what? As as creative as all that stuff may be, when it comes down to it, when it comes down to the the core instinct of survival, every human will do what they're born to do, which is look after themselves first and foremost. You can forget all the videos and instructions. Um, and then somebody texted in to say how if they thought it was weird how people could figure out how to get their phones open and start videoing and taking photos but couldn't get an oxygen mask on straight. Um, to be fair, like if you've got a nice, you've got yourself a nice Samsung Galaxy, a double, double, you can set it up so a double press of the of the uh, down volume button will open the camera straight away. Uh, and in fact, on the on the Huawei, uh, the latest Huawei phone, the P20. You can actually set that to take a picture instantly with a double with a double click. I've got I've got a bit distracted away from uh, the podcast, so let's get back into it now and talk about. Oh no, not Falau still. It's opened up this whole freedom of expression debate, and so you got a guy called Derek Battersby, who is a local board member in Auckland. Now he goes on his Facebook, and he's clearly. Uh, at the extreme end of the spectrum, because on his Facebook page, he, he rallies against Asians. He celebrated a fatal police shooting, and he called the Minister of Women, Julianne Genta, a silly bee, fill out the rest of the word. And, of course, people go, well, hold on. What's, this is a publicly elected official, for goodness sake. How can he possibly get away with that? So, well, his argument is, he said, my Facebook page is under my own name, and free speech is my right. So is he right or not? So if Falau can say what he wants, despite the fact he's an Australian representative, why can't Battersby say what he wants, despite the fact he's a publicly elected official? Phil Goff slammed him and said, look, we expect better of um, publicly elected officials and people on the council and boards, and he's probably right. But why can't Battersby, basically, if you're defending Falau, you must defend Battersby. You see where it was? And this is why I didn't defend Falau in the end, because he's representative of something bigger than himself. And once you're representative of something bigger than yourself, you've got to pull your head in. It's like this job. I'd love to be able to say a whole bunch of stuff. That's why I'm so mild-mannered on this program, so down the middle. Because if I really let loose, you wouldn't know what hit you. But yeah, I'm not. We, every, every, every morning Mike comes in and we say, Mike, for God's sake, don't have an opinion about anything. Exactly. That's why you barely hear a word out of me. somebody might be offended. All I do is tell the time and keep the program moving. Because I don't want to... Start upsetting and offending people. It's a bit of a concern, though, if you've got people on local boards doing this sort of thing. Because, I mean, the last thing we want to do at the moment is stressing Phil Goff out. Don't you think? It's, Am I allowed to say that on the I radio? didn't, I I didn't think, think about that. You might, have, you might have made him laugh at that. Imagine if he laughs and starts going, <laughs> Phil, Phil. In all seriousness, I hope things are um, things are getting better for him. He went on Larry's show against medical advice. Did he? The other day. Did they say you're not allowed to go on Larry's show? But that's a general warning, though. I that's think not most medical. people go on appear yeah, on Larry's against, show against, against medical Against general advice. advice. Most people are warned not to go on Larry's show, but uh, they see it as a challenge. I, I think Larry's had his own uh, health issues around the heart area at one stage or another. Is what? Maybe, was it a, some? Were they running some kind of support group on air? Sort of like nish, nationwide radio group therapy don't know I am Glenn ZB uh, that has been I am Glenn ZB that was the rewrap for Friday for the week uh, I'll see you back here with our little support group all wrapped up for you again on Monday Monday